0: So if you don't already, do not forget to follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're using Apple Podcasts or you have any accessibility to Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave any reviews. Tell me, let me know how I'm doing. Leave any comments, anything, uh, suggestions on anything to talk about. Uh, I always like talking about new shit. Um, if you want to co-host, always hit, hit me up. I might hit you up. Who knows? Um, I've been kind of slow with the podcast, but I'm gonna get it going back quickly try to at least but trying to get some stuff going um don't forget to follow on twitter don't forget to retweet like subscribe all that all that good stuff but yeah so uh it's uh we're august now uh kobe's still around and um nothing new really man uh, uh but it's always something new it's always a new day and uh we uh, just keep pushing all right but yeah so i uh i wanted to do this podcast for a minute um speaking of uh, actually before i say anything else don't forget to listen to all my podcasts because i reference a lot of my podcasts on here and i if you don't if you haven't been listening i say a lot of the same stuff um i mean topics get recycled all the time time. i mean because i want to get people's different perspective on it and i'm gonna keep giving my perspective on stuff but yeah uh but yeah. Anyways, don't forget to listen to all my podcasts. Even if even if I say some same shit, uh, like I said, I just it's what I want to do. But anyways, so um, I got a little bit of time last week to uh, binge watch uh, Last Chance U season five. Actually, And I've actually been wanting to do this kind of this kind of stuff. Actually, kind of reviewing shows. If you have any show recommendations, actually, uh, let me know. Any new shows? I'll let you know how what I think um, I have a lot of shows I like on Netflix but uh an anime also I might try to start watching anime so uh if you uh want to recommend any good anime or any good shows man let me know any shows to you know uh, give my thoughts on I guess so but yeah so last chance you is one that I've been wanting to do actually um, I talked about it a little bit last week on my podcast with both Kyle and um I Gavin, I'm sorry, uh, excuse me, but Kyle and Gavin, uh, speaking of go listen to that podcast as well, um, but yeah, I did a podcast last week with them, and I talked about Last Chance U a little bit, uh, we did talk about it for a while, well, not for a while, it's kind of here and there, but uh, season 5 just uh, came out, and I was able to watch it, it was uh, for Laney College, and this is actually the last, I believe this is the last time Last Chance U will do football schools, and I think they'll focus more on basketball. But uh, it's kind of sad because I actually like to enjoy... I, I enjoy watching um, the football perspective of it. But uh, Juco basketball... I, they should do one about Juco baseball, really. Juco baseball and Juco volleyball. That'll probably be a couple good ones, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, Juco baseball would be a good one for Last Chance U. But anyways, so... And Last Chance U is one of my favorite shows on Netflix. It, it's one that I can just re-watch again and I'll be perfectly fine. But, um... I kind of I guess I kind of relate to it kind of being able to relate to it because having played on a spring team for blend a little bit and knowing about Last Chance U I was kind of hoping Last Chance U would come when I was when I was there but they didn't but um but yeah I kind of that's that's kind of how I guess I kind of relate to it and I kind of want to I guess when I was watching it, I was kind of drawing comparisons from kind of what I experienced myself going through uh, football stuff over there in JUCO, I guess. But uh, I guess everybody's JUCO experience is different, and you can't really go based off of the show because the show has a lot of portrayals of people, and I'll, talk, I'll hit on it a little bit more. Um, I highly recommend, if you haven't seen the show, to go watch it. Um, started season one, of course, but uh, season one came out in oh, 2016, I believe, and that was the 2015 season in 2015 football season, yes, and then, that was 2015, and then 2016, 2017, and now they're Laney College in 2020, so, but yeah, so, I just wanted to touch on it a little bit, because, uh, like I said, it's my one of my favorite shows, and I'll re-watch it, but, uh, and speaking of, since, the, like well, not speaking of, but since the last, um, ep- this is the last season for football, you know, what a better time to talk about it, but I feel like this is one a lot of, I can have a lot of people on, Especially old football players, old old people I used to have, uh, or play football with, or even coaches as well. So, uh, like I said, like I say, my, my podcast is over for anybody. So you, you can see, you can see or hear anybody on this podcast. So don't be surprised. But yeah, so uh, so last chance. You first starts off with um, so if you don't know anything about JUCO football, it's kind of like a um, it's like high. Imagine I talked about it on the Blend podcast, picking up ghosts in that podcast too. Um, but I talked about it on the Blend podcast. It's like kind of like high school with nothing but seniors, honestly. <laughs> but that's uh, just kind of how I thought about it. How I kind of portrayed it in uh, while I was at Blend. And I, that's how I felt being on campus. But uh, but with uh, when it comes to football, it's like it's another. It's, it's like it's like another pipeline. So like, I've talked about it before. It's three different kind of like football players or athletes. They get recruited to go play junior colleges. Either athletes that don't have good grades, or good exposure, or athletes that uh, might have gotten in trouble or something, um, or like I said, just not like I said, not good exposure. Um, and, like, good athletes. Don't get me wrong. I play. There's a lot of guys. That's the part that sucks about JUCO so much. Is that you see guys with a lot of D one talent? And you're like, oh yeah, you got to go somewhere. And then a lot of guys just don't happen to go D one, you know, and doesn't work out. Doesn't always work out that way. But um, but like I said, there's a lot of talent down at JUCO, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. I could say I would say all some JUCOs could beat some, eh, maybe some smaller Division two schools, maybe. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I won't go that far and say anything, but. um so last year's G focuses on three schools. So the first two seasons focused on East Mississippi, and uh, I, from the consensus of what I've heard, everybody think everybody's favorite school is East Mississippi, um, and I kind of have to agree with that a little bit. Um, I'm kind of I, I liked Indy a little bit, but I'll, I'll touch on Indy a little a little more. Um, I have to go. I'm going based off of the portrayal. Like I said, going to based off the portrayal of the show versus you know how I would see myself being there. I guess I don't know, but. Um, so it starts off with East Mississippi, and you meet the coach Buddy Stevens, who became the head coach, I want to say, in 2012. That's what they said in the show, 2011, 2012, something like that. But I think he had two or three national championships under his belt, and they were going for a third one. Oh, yeah, they had two national championships back to back, and they're going for a third one. And they're on some 24 uh, game winning streak or something. And uh, I don't want to spoil the show for anybody, but just go watch it. So it starts off with head coach Buddy Stevens, and He's been known to run the score up. They had the buddy rule or whatever. And, uh, East Mississippi just has the best athletes. The best, they're the best Juco in the nation, basically, at the time, in 2015. So, now, you meet all the character. Well, not, I say characters, but all the, uh, players, coaches, uh, all the personalities and stuff. And everybody, you already ha- you automatically have their fa- your fan favorites. But they always single out a few, um, athletes here and there, um, to get their backstory. Like, not necessarily stars, but, um, even, uh even people you know who aren't necessarily playing football but you know how how the system works about how uh, with the teachers and the academic advisors and the coaches and um, you know how just the JUCO system works in the whole and how the recruitment works and all that it's really nice to watch but um start with buddy stevens and then the key players from um, Season one, uh, so of course everybody knows DJ Law. Um, DJ Law is probably, uh, DJ Law is probably the season one, um, fan favorite along with John Franklin. Um, but yeah, John Franklin III, um, Ronald Ollie, no, I say it about, yeah, Ronald Ollie is probably a uh, fan favorite, number one of, um, of everybody in, um, out of East Mississippi, season one. And then Wyatt Roberts, yes, and then everybody loved Brittany Wagner, Miss Wagner, the academic advisor, so, but DJ Law was one of the guys who, um, didn't get recruited. Uh, well, we ha- got recruited, but didn't have the right grades because he just some guys aren't just school's not for everybody. No, that's obvious, you know. And um, you no, know, DJ Law just couldn't uh, just wasn't in it for school really. He Just couldn't do school, and so. But I mean, he was a top tier, amazing running back. Um, and he uh, they had his uh, backstory on there too. So and then John Franklin III. So John Franklin III was a uh, he was at Florida State and um, wasn't playing. And so, uh, he went and transferred to East Mississippi for uh, junior college to kind of get his uh, name back out there. And so, um, that's how it works. So there's a lot of guys that uh, come down to JUCO and uh, from D1s if they don't work out and anything. I'll talk about it a little bit more. There's a few guys that do that in the show. But uh, John Franklin III, who was a quarterback at uh, Florida State, and ended up going to uh, Auburn after the show. Um, just saying right now, he had like, he played, he had about maybe good two games worth of film and had like maybe had over almost 10 touchdowns in two games maybe but <laughs> just to kind of put it in perspective about how good he is um ronald ollie so ronald ollie's probably like i said the fan favorite of everybody he's now at I think the last place he was playing was nickel state i want to say and um he uh he's one of the guys same guys you know uh didn't really have the grades but uh he has the talent all the talent in the world but uh was on the verge the coach even say you know, he was on the verge of grabbing that national attention you know what I mean because he's a really good player but uh, just never quite panned out but he did get on national attention with Netflix and everything and, and last you. so and it ended up working out for him and he went to they. he and his friend uh, his teammate over at East Mississippi Marcel Injury they both went to Nickel State I believe so and then you have Wyatt Roberts so Wyatt Roberts was actually that's probably another people a lot of people's favorite over there because he's a he's a really hard working guy uh, he was actually the first-string quarterback. So he actually started over John Franklin, who transferred for Florida State. And so uh, – and coming from, from, from East Mississippi, uh, so there was a quarterback named Chad Kelly who went to uh, who went and started at Ole Miss after he left East Mississippi. And that's the guy who Wyatt Roberts sat behind. And so Wyatt Roberts um, was the starter over John Franklin. And that's the sad part right there, what I talked about earlier, is that a lot of guys have the talent to go D1. And, you know, guys guy get looked over, even though he got – even though uh, – why Roberts was uh, the starting quarterback? You know he still didn't get you know that D one offer. He ended up going to play Division one. You'll see that in the show, but uh he ended up getting like a walk on spot at Mississippi State or something. But uh yes, yeah, that's, that's what sucks about it. He, he sat behind a, uh, a old, an Ole Miss starter, and then started over an Auburn an Auburn starter and Florida State transfer. You know what I mean? And the fact that you know he didn't get any D one looks kind of it's horrible. But um and then you have Brittany Wagner, and so Ms. Brittany Wagner was the or is the uh, well, I will say yeah, was she doesn't work there anymore, but yeah, in the show she was the academic advisor and all the she honestly she was doing a fantastic um she was doing a fantastic job. I would say academic advisor maybe um guidance no, I won't say guidance counselor either, but um they uh she uh, tried her hardest to keep the keep the guys on track. She actually ends up uh actually no you'll see in the, in the show you'll see in the show I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it, but um, then you have, uh, you meet him in season one, and uh, but season two is when you uh, get a feel for him, it's when the, the kind of spotlight's on him, but uh, Isaiah Wright, he's actually the first name on this list I made right here, but uh, Isaiah Wright, so Isaiah Wright is actually a running back, he was, went to high school in Tennessee, he played in Tennessee in high school, and transferred to East Mississippi, And uh, or oh, not transferred to East Mississippi, went to East Mississippi as a freshman. And uh, he was a phenomenal. He had a phenomenal freshman season. I mean, there was a part in the show where he uh, ran a kickoff back, and uh, it was pretty funny how it uh, how before that transpired. So, uh, but yeah, season one I think was everybody's favorite because uh, you know it was kind of a shock. And uh, I like how Coach Buddy Stevens in season two comes around and after he watches season one it says, you know. He wants to switch it up because he didn't really like it. But uh, if you want to, season one is a good way to start off. Um, I think season one probably the best one, honestly. Um, season two uh, kind of fell off a little bit, but uh, you know, who knows? Uh, it's all about the, the people's opinions. But now season two comes around, and so season two is of tw- uh, the 2016 season. I remember. So the new star of course, have uh, Coach Buddy Stevens. Oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, Coach the quarterbacks coach, Coach shrink oh, no, clint trickett he was a quarterback at West Virginia and uh, now he's a I, I can guarantee you clint Trickett will be a offensive coordinator or a head coach at some division one school eventually I believe that but um he's one of the he was the quarterbacks coach at the time and so uh, but now uh so season two comes around and uh, now you still have coach buddy Stevens you still have guys uh you still have Isaiah Wright and now the, they got five new guys to add on, and then a coach as well. So you have Coach, um, ooh, Coach Williams. I forgot his first name, but yeah, it's Coach Williams. And uh, you get get to learn a little bit about Coach Williams about halfway through the season, I believe. And then, um, so now you have uh, Chauncey Rivers, who was a DN from uh, Georgia, who transferred. Yeah, Tim Bonner, who was a DN or outside linebacker from Louisville. You have Dakota Allen, who was a linebacker who transferred from Texas Tech because of he was arrested for um, aggravated uh, aggravated robbery or something like that. I, it was some weird thing, but Dakota Allen's actually now in the NFL. So um, everything ended up working out for him. He ended up going back to Texas Tech after going down to JUCO. And Texas Tech welcomed him back. He had to charge everything dropped and everything dismissed and everything, and so now he's in the NFL. So power to him. I think he I think he might start for the Jaguars. I'm not too sure, but. Now, I, think, I believe Tim Bonner is at Florida Atlantic. I did a little research on it, uh, see where they are now, one of those little things. But um, then you had DeAndre Johnson, who was a Florida State transfer quarterback. And DeAndre Johnson, who he ended up uh, transferring to Florida Atlantic, and then actually he ended up playing in Texas, actually ended up going to TSU, or Texas Southern, down in Houston. So that was, was kind of cool. But, uh, he was at Florida State, he, uh, got in a, uh, altercation with a woman in a bar and got, uh, dismissed, uh, you'll see it in the show, but season two was kind of, uh, a little rough, especially with Cam Carter, so, uh, now, Tim Bonner, uh, you know, so, I'll, I'll hit on everybody real quick, uh, so Tim Bonner, he just kinda, he kinda crazy, I'm not crazy, he just, uh, he just play a lot, um, now, Isaiah Wright was, uh, the main spotlight of season two, and so, uh, Now Isaiah was uh, now starting running back because DJ Law was a starter. Now Isaiah Wright was a starter. Now that DJ left, and so uh, DJ went to UAB, I believe. But um, so after uh, so after DJ Law left, now the starting job goes to Isaiah Wright, and Isaiah had some had a concussion or something. And no, then he couldn't play, and then he had a hurt ankle, and then he caught an attitude with the coach and something like that. And just he had, he still had a great season. And he had offered from his freshman season. He had offered from Florida State, Ole Miss. He had a lot of a lot of offers, some big schools looking at him. But um, ended up he ended up actually getting in trouble. And uh, you'll see in the show he ended up actually getting in trouble for uh, hanging with. The, he got arrested for uh, just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. But uh, it's, it gets uh, it looks pretty bad, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to watch. Knowing, just seeing where he was at one point, seeing him down where he ended up, I guess, but, uh, it was kind of, that was kind of the one of the hard parts about it, uh, the show, for me, personally, I was like, dang, he was like, he was right there, you know, on the verge, you know, and just, just kind of slipped up, everything kind of slipped for him, but, now, Tim Bonner ended up going to Florida Atlantic, like I said, uh, he just had great issues, uh, um like i said people just do their work i mean i know few, i know a few people if you listen to this podcast and you weren't to blend and brenham you you know what i'm talking about you know those kind of people who just don't do classwork and everything but, but that was season one and season two that was emcc so and those were probably the two of the they probably two of the best seasons probably so now, season three came out after my freshman year of That's when I really started watching it. I was like, okay, let's see what this one is. So this was Independence uh, College in um, in Kansas, Independence, Kansas. So, and these are the small town JUCOs. So that's kind of how JUCO kind of works, I guess. They're a uh, smaller town. Uh, the main ones, the ones you hear about a lot are, like smaller towns. So in Texas, there's Navarro, Cisco, Trinity Valley, um, uh, Tyler Junior College, um, blend of course uh, I'm missing a couple of them I know I am uh, Texas a and T. I I guess you can count them for junior college as well um, But yeah those are the main like junior colleges in, fo- in Texas I believe uh, for football at least but uh so season three comes around and um, now I didn't know Kansas had this big of a juco football thing I mean they have Butler Independence, Garden City, all great teams. I didn't know Kansas was this big on Jugo football until I watched season three. So in season three, you get a whole new, whole new school, whole new roster, whole new coach. So the main character, so the head coach now is Jason Brown. So coach. So in the first and second season, Buddy Stevens like an old country dude, big old coach, big country dude. And uh, Jason now, coach Jason Brown is like complete opposite. They're kind of the same. In the ways that, uh, you know, coaches get kind of hot-tempered and everything. I mean, all coaches are kind of same when that in that case. But um, I think Coach JB takes it like, to a whole nother level. They call him JB in the show. But Coach JB takes it to a whole another level. So uh, if you're not used to a lot of vulgar language and everything, I do not. Want to- I would uh, just take caution in Season 3 and 4. Um because uh coach Jv does not hold back anything so the main characters from or i say i keep saying characters main athletes from um season three are gonna be malik henry who's another florida state transfer transfer quarterback and that's one thing i noticed i was like there's that's one two three florida state transfers in the first three seasons right yeah, quarterback in the first three seasons of uh, the show so now jimbo fisher was there so uh question mark question mark i don't know but um then you have carlos thompson who was a who, he was a freshman at texas tech and he was playing he was getting playing time and everything got kicked out of texas tech because he was smoking weed failed a few drug tests and then um he went to a junior college uh when he met coach brown and then went to Cal- Coach Brown took him out to california and then coach brown brought him back out to kansas and so um now, Carlos Thompson at the time was like 22, and so uh, you'll hear about his story if you watch the show. Uh, he was 22, and uh, really couldn't play any D1 ball anymore. He's too old because of his clock. And you'll learn about the NCAA clock. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you about it real quick. So, NCAA clock is you have five years to play four. So, that's why you have red shirts. Um, and then you can get granted an extra six year. If you're a grad student or something, you can appeal to the NCAA or something like that. But,. um and yeah, so you get five years to play four years, basically. So say you get injured your freshman year, you get redshirt, and then you can still play another four years. But after that, five years is up. You can no longer play Division One college football. You can play Division Two or Division Three or NAIA, but you can no longer play Division One football. So that's how that works. And so now then you have Kerry Buckmaster, who is from now Malik Henry uh, also from California. Um, I'm gonna hit on Malik Henry a little bit. Um, I have a lot to say about that one. Uh, Car- Carlos Thompson was from Houston, Texas. I be- Houston, Texas, yes. And then Kerry Buckmaster. Cause Kerry Buckmaster is a he was a se- playing center and tackle, I believe, on the offensive line. He was from uh he's from Nevada, Winnemucca, Nevada, something like that. Like just a little place in the middle of the desert, honestly. And uh, I mean, you talk about a, a tough dude. That's a that's a that's a tough dude. Um. But, yeah, uh, he was one. Of, he was actually kind of one of my favorites. Uh, one of the ones I was rooting for just to see him from where he came from, his background, and uh, just seeing how he is. But I believe he was at West Texas A&M, I believe. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, I mean, that's the last thing I looked up on little where, where are they now kind of thing. So then you have Bobby Bruce. So <laughs> Bobby Bruce is from Florida, and uh, he's a linebacker. So uh, and he he has – so. He had, apparently he had a lot of offers at linebacker, but like I said, just didn't have the grades. So he went to floor, So he went to Independence, and uh, he's a he's a good linebacker because he will hit anything. You'll, you'll see in the show he will hit anything, anybody. But he just a little bit out of control and doesn't really learn the defense that much. And not like that, he's a little undersized, but he also doesn't eat that much as well. So he's a little bit undisciplined. Um, but I was hoping, I was rooting for him. He was great. dude was a good football player. But uh, I mean, I'm rooting for all the dudes in the show, honestly. But even the guys still playing Juka football, I'm rooting for y'all. Yeah, always. And even the guys playing D1 trying to make it to the league, please. I'm rooting for y'all. Get to the league. Get your money. Get your papers. So, now, the running back situation. Now, this was actually my favorite, probably my favorite aspect of it with the running back situation was, uh, so you had three running backs, all D1 caliber. Okay, now Kingston Davis. Now, Okay, now that's one I kind of on, all right? Uh, now you have... Uh, so, you have R- Rakeem Boyd, who was a Texas A&M transfer because of grades. And then you had Kingston Davis, who was a Michigan transfer. And then you had Jamal Scott, who was who just came straight out of high school. Now, Jamal Scott had the starting job. Now, Rakeem Boyd had it, but he was he fumbled a couple times. And Kingston Davis was... He, honestly, Kingston Davis was all right. He was not that good at running back, honestly. He definitely was a third string. Um, but Jamal Scott... That is like, that right there is the other, like, he, Jamal Scott is the Wyatt, uh, what's it, Wyatt Roberts of the, of Independence, of season, uh, of season three. Um, yeah, Jamal Scott, if you watch the, there's no way that, uh, a 235-pound run, running back that moves like that should not be the starter, honestly. And that's, like I said, that's the sad part about it. Uh, that's a sad part of Juker football, where you see guys who obviously have the talent and sh- should definitely be playing somewhere, but don't get the recognition, I guess, but it don't get me wrong, Rakeem Boyd now Rakeem Boyd's playing out. he's a starting running back at Arkansas now, and he's probably gonna be a first round draft first second round draft pick in the league. I I, I, I first, second, third round, early, he's gonna be early round, but Rakeem Boyd is uh he's doing a thing now. He he ended up going he ends up going off at the end of the season, but uh yeah, and then Emmett Gooden. So Emmett Gooden was a D tackle from Tennessee and um he actually ended up going to the University of Tennessee now. Um, I don't, I don't know if anybody's gonna be playing during COVID, but I wish I would get to, get to see him play at Tennessee because in the season in, during the season he was a beast. Go watch go, if you go watch the show; he was a beast. So now Independence, um, you get to meet Coach J B, and then there's the coaches uh, Kyoshi Harris, who was a um, offensive coordinator, I believe, and offensive line coach. And uh, now it's a it was kind of like a wild show at um. And, and um, it's kind of wild in season three, I guess. Just a lot of uh, a lot of mixed personalities, a lot of uh, a lot of wild shit going on. in Independence is—I uh, <laughs> don't know how they won so many the games. They had great athletes, but uh, from the—I co- mean, from the coaches, the way—I mean, the way the uh, the show portrays it, of course, it seems like it was just—it's just a shit show. But uh, I mean, probably, I mean, it probably was, but man, who knows? Uh, now, Malik Henry. So Malik Henry is obviously a good player, right? Now you get to meet his dad, and his dad. Let me tell you, Malik Henry's dad did not come back into his life until Malik Henry started getting looked at by schools, and then okay, and then when Malik wanted to play baseball, his dad just said, "No, you're playing football." You just like, but uh, so that, that first of all, that's stupid because colleges. First of all, college is gonna look at kids who play any both sports first, honestly, because they coaches like that and then um if you look at malik henry he's a pitcher anyway and if you look at his face he wanted to play baseball he's a he's a baseball player he's built like a baseball player who just happens to be good at football too uh, but his dad kind of i'll I, I say it right here malik henry's dad fucked him over straight up i i i hate it i hate it in the show go watch the show again if you know what i'm talking about but malik henry's dad straight fucked him over just telling him that he should play football and stuff like making not letting him play baseball at all that's that was awful but uh that's what I had to say about Malik Henry. Um, now, with Coach JB, like I said, it, <laughs> it had a great season. And they got guys signed to D1 colleges. But uh, now season four comes around. And uh, now, ooh, speaking of, I forgot one more name on season three. There was uh, Calvin Jackson. He was a receiver and ended up going to Washington State, I believe. You'll see in the show. Or if you've seen in the show, you know. You know Calvin Jackson actually pretty cold. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so now we have season two. And now we have a, a few new players. So Bobby Bruce actually uh, comes back season two. Um, I guess they kind of kept it the same with the guys that got in trouble. I guess so. I kind of say Bobby Bruce is kind of like the Isaiah Wright of season of EMCC. I guess. So season two you have Jay Jones, who's a transfer quarterback from Georgia Tech. Uh, he's a fast, mobile quarterback. But if you know anything about Georgia Tech, they only play. They he'll talk about it in the show, but they don't, they have like a running offense, and you, you run a lot uh Caitlin Davis who's definitely a fan favorite of uh season 2. Um big energetic guy um who obviously has a talent but uh, has talent and size but uh just uh getting held back by just grades and whatnot. Um Chance Maine who a walk on actually and uh I think he plays the incarnate word in Texas now actually. Um, but it shows how he was a walk on, he was a local kid and how he walked on and uh he was smaller and then had the game put in the work and uh, put in the work in off season and gain weight and everything. But uh power to the chance man for actually making it into a D1, man. That's uh he was actually he was a decent player, so uh then you have Marquise King who's a receiver. So Marquise King was uh if you watch the show, he was pretty good, but uh he finally <laughs> That's a doubt <laughs> Just being from Texas when he, when they said he was from Dallas. It didn't surprise me at all <laughs> honestly, um, I could I could I could tell honestly, but um Yeah, Marquise King he was a receiver uh, ended up getting kicked off actually sadly because um smoking weed um, At the end of the season and uh, you, you'll learn more about him I, if you watch the season, you know, but uh, you learn more about him I'm saying this now because I want y'all to go watch the show. It's a great show um, then you have coach Martin who uh, who lives in the dorms actually so, Coach Martin, he uh, he moved his family to Independence for because he wants to be a Division One coach, and um, so he's a defensive coordinator. And um, his he and his family, his two daughters and son and his wife, I believe, all live in the dorms. And his wife takes classes, and uh, they kind of get to know him and his family about how they live and how you know how they make things work. And so then you have, again, Coach Harris, Coach Kiyoshi Harris, again, who ends up taking over Coach Jason Brown at the end of Season 4 because Coach Jason Brown ends up making a mistake. But uh, now in Season 4, there's a little bit of drama with uh, Jay Jones. He ended up getting injured and stuff and uh, didn't have the best uh, turnout for his uh, career. Uh, I still don't know if he's anywhere yet. Kaylen Davis, KD ended up getting the offer. Um, Bobby Bruce sadly ended up uh, getting kicked off, got in some trouble for uh, stealing something from somebody's dorm, and it was it was sad because you wanted to see Bobby make it, and he actually moved to safety, and it sucks because like he was actually like, as a football player he was good, but he wasn't like actually like I won't say he wasn't athletic, but uh, he's kind of like in the middle. Like he was he wasn't big enough to be a linebacker, but he wasn't fast enough to be a safety, so it's kind of like you didn't know what to do with him, but. But, yeah, that was season 3 and 4. Now, season 4 kind of fell off. Me personally, I feel like season 4 kind of tried a little too hard. I think season 3 felt a little more a lot more organic. Um, in season 3, season 3 and 4, you meet uh the Garden City meet the Garden City coaches. And uh and season 4 uh gets pretty uh, interesting, but uh between them and uh coach uh, the coach from Garden City and the coach JB uh, ends up pretty getting pretty interesting so now season five the one that just came out which is the last season of football for um flash U you uh, goes for Laney College and so uh, so yeah coach John Beam who's the coach at Laney College and they just I believe they won the 2018 Juco National Championship I want to say so yeah coach John Beam Laney College is located in California Oakland California yes and I like okay so I liked season five because um, I kinda like season five more than I did uh, season four of um, Indy because season five gave a uh, a different look on it um, instead of you don't really have that many uh, Laney College didn't really have that many kind of uh, D1 transfers or bounce backs I guess um, they were more just kind of guys walking on guys getting, uh, getting recruited um, but it was hard for a lot of guys. Um, so, you meet the people, uh, so the first guy who everybody knows, uh, D.R. Walker Scott, uh, he's probably the main focus. He ends up, so he's a receiver, he ends up playing quarterback because all the quarterbacks didn't get injured, and it kind of hurts his, kind of, de- his recruiting. I mean, honestly, he was kind of hurting his recruiting because the dude needs to hop on the jugs machine. Uh, he's a good, he's a pretty good player, but, I mean, he was dropping a lot of balls for a receiver, honestly. He should, I'm just saying, he needs to hop on the jugs machine. But, Dr. Walker, he ended up, at, he was actually sleeping in his car, and, um, working at Wingsmore at the same time while playing football and having to pay his way through the school. And so, I mean, you talk about a hustler and a grinder, power to the dude. Um, he, he did have a little bit of backstory with his father and his family life and everything, my wife sleeping in his car and everything, but you get to learn that a little bit. And then you have R.J. Stern. So I think this was everybody's fan favorite. Uh, me, personally, um, New was my my fan favorite, but um, I just wanted to see New make it. I mean, if he wasn't doing stupid stuff, but... I like to say, I said, I want to see all the guys make it in this show, but anyways. But R.J. Stern was a receiver, of course, white dude receiver, um, who uh, felt like he wasn't getting the right uh, amount of playing time, the right looks that he deserved, I guess. Um, but uh, he ends up uh, doing doing pretty good. But just uh, just to, I'm just going to say this right now. I mean, you'll see in one episode, yeah, R.J. needs to kind of... Try to stack the receiver instead of running straight to the sideline on a fade because or stack the cornerback instead of uh run to the sideline on a fade because as a cornerback if you run straight to the sideline on a fade I'm pushing you out of bounds um <laughs> that's just me but uh, anyways but then you have uh, Rayon Wright who is a, uh, a obvious D- Division one talent uh player um he ends up going to Oregon State I believe uh to play with his brother actually it was pretty cool because his brother did the same thing he did and so Rajon Wright goes about six three about 190, obvious corner, um, great, good corner, good corner, um, and then New, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but, uh, New actually has a, a child and is actually trying to raise his family while going to school and getting doing everything and new is actually a division one caliber player as an offensive line maybe nfl i wouldn't i'm not gonna shoot too far but um i think new is a new he ended up actually going to murray state moving the family to kentucky and being able to raise a family and from coming where he's coming from where he's at him getting a degree would be great like i said i hope for all these guys to make it um but so uh, season five, I liked because it kind of, uh, like I said earlier, you know, Independence, Kansas, and um, East Mississippi are kind of like country towns. But seeing a uh, seeing it in Oakland, like a you know a town, uh, a city, you know what I mean. But how much the the city or the the football team kind of you know helped the city out in the community of Oakland. Um, it's, it's cool to watch. And it gives kind of predictive different perspective of Juco football instead of the, what you usually hear, you know, like a little farm town or something. And, you know, it's actually, you know, it's a big city, you know, and, uh, a lot of guys, they're all paying for the, paying their way through school. They have to pay to play really. So, uh, because there's no scholarship money for, with Laney college. But, uh, if I had to pick which coach I would play for, it'd probably be coach Buddy Stevens. And then probably coach John, be- uh, Co- yeah, John Beam. And then coach JB, uh, I probably, I don't know the way the uh <laughs> the way the so, the show portrays uh, Coach JB uh, maybe maybe not but. Um yeah, but as the like, if I want to sit down on my podcast, oh, Coach J B is welcome anytime. That would be a live ass podcast. I will sit down and chop it up with Coach Jason Brown. If you, Coach Jason Brown, if you ever listen to this podcast right here, if you ever want to chop it up on the podcast, he actually has a podcast. He has a Slap Dick Podcast. <laughs> That's what's called the Slap Dick Podcast. But Coach Jason Brown, if you ever wanna just chop it up, man, all right. I mean I wouldn't play i might not play for you or might not have played for you or might not have wanted to play for you out of all the three coaches that's just how Netflix says it, man, hey, I don't know you personally, but, I'll play for Coach Buddy Stevens first, just saying, but, um, but yeah, like I said, overall, Last Chance U, I mean, I I get the show five stars, and I have four stars, season four kind of let me down, honestly, um, but, uh, yeah, Last Chance U is probably one of my favorite shows, um, like I said, give me more shows to talk about, um, I- I ask, please, to, you know, uh, go watch the show, let me know what you think, and I'll actually, this is one, like I said earlier, this is one I would definitely have a lot of people on to talk about, um, not just for that reason, but, you no, know, I know a lot of people have that kind of, uh, uh or that have that interest in it, and uh, have their opinions about it, so I want to hear other people's opinions about this kind of stuff, so, but yeah, I don't want to spoil the show for anybody too much, like, if you know, you know, if you don't, go watch the show. But uh, you will hear from me again. Uh, I think I'm gonna do another show next time, uh, or not. I mean, I might co-host. Who knows? Just be on the lookout. But like I always say, you know, like don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Um, don't forget to follow podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Like, subscribe, leave me comments, hit me up, let me know what is going on. Uh, send me new topics and anything, and uh, y'all be good. Just be on the lookout for new podcasts, and uh, don't forget to retweet, retweet when it comes out. And peace.